This is Michael Martin with the National Wood Flooring Association, and we're on the air with Chris Zizza on the Real Answers podcast. So welcome, Chris. How are things in your world today? Uh, things are okay, man. Um, you know, it's it's still COVID. I know I know. the last time we talked, I said post-COVID, and uh, I think I jinxed myself because I threw myself right in the middle of COVID. Yeah, it's been a while since we've had to talk about COVID. You know, we started this series off talking a lot about COVID, and we've taken a break from that as everybody sort of got used to a new normal with reopening their businesses. Um, but I understand you have some issues with COVID this week. Let's talk about that. Yeah, I mean, I'll start off by saying, yeah, I got a real issue with COVID. I hate it. But um, you know what? It's inevitable, and it's a law of averages. Eventually, somebody's going to contract it. You can't just hide from it. Um, it's going to happen. And so one of my guys tested positive, then the next guy tested positive. And now we're having to get everybody tested. Fortunately, no one else, um, two weeks ago, that's uh, maybe 10 days ago is when this started because those two guys are still out right now. And so we had to segregate the crews and, you know, cause they're each, they, they don't work together. They're on different crews. So two of my crews went down we took the extra on each crew, put them together, made one crew, and, you know, we're down one crew. You start making your calls. You got to, first, you got to do your contact calls and make sure that everybody's safe. Then you got to start meeting about, okay, what jobs are staying on the schedule, what jobs are coming off the schedule. You're obligated to tell your future clients that you've had a, a test positive employee, and then you're going to go and you're going to, ask them, do they want to stay on the schedule? Do they want to reschedule? There's so much that comes into it. Let me explain. Some people have been really cool about it and said, you know what? We're fine. We're not going to be in that area of the house or we're not going to be in the house at all. So go do the job. And thank you very much for doing the right thing and letting us know. So it's been a lot of back and forth and the repercussions of the things you don't plan for. um, Because, we're, as I said, we're 10 days out from these two. Uh, one of them is going to be coming back pretty soon. The other one is still experiencing pretty severe headaches. So I'm not sure when he'll be back. We'll, you know, we'll just keep praying for him, to be honest. And then, lo and behold, Monday comes this week, and another one tested positive. And so he's out. His second on his crew tested negative, but we're monitoring for symptoms. And we kind of put a halt to letting jobs on the schedule right now because we feel like we've, we've got to go at least a week now to make sure no one else has it. Cause we can't now we can't control how many guys are going to come down with it. You know, we're doing our best to keep everybody apart from each other. So I don't know, man, it, it, it's a juggling act. It used to be a juggling act hey, let's figure out how to do all this work with all hands on deck. Now it's a juggling act, you know, and we're down three guys, and these are three experienced guys. Now the good news is, you know, hopefully it runs its course 10, 12 days, and they're back to work. So how has that impacted your schedule? Are you you able to keep up with the jobs or or not? Well, we have – yesterday was the first time we just physically told this company. We said, listen – we're going to take your job and we're going to move it two weeks out from now. And it's your option. We could give you your deposit back or you can wait. And they immediately were on board with waiting. 
you know, the, the, the good news, bad news here is everybody's having to deal with the same thing. It's a world problem. So I'm finding people are being more sympathetic to the situation rather than being annoyed with the situation. We're getting calls of, you know, well-being. Hey, you know, let us know if he's going to be okay, that kind of thing. Now, on another side of that, I went in and got tested personally. At 9 a.m., my test results came back. We did the rapid test, and it came back as positive. And I was amazed because I feel perfectly fine. And they said, well, you know, if you'd like to test again, we'll do it again. And they did the test a second time. Uh, this is two hours later, and it was negative. So I got a positive and a negative on the same day. And the right thing to do there is I self-quarantined for four days to see if I came up with any symptoms because we really didn't know which results to trust. Four days later, I tested again, tested negative, and then I also did the antibody test, which they take your blood, and then you wait three or four days for that result. That result came back negative also. So I know that that original positive was a false positive because if it was not a false positive, then I would have the antibodies and I do not have those. So, you know, I lost four days of my own life last week sitting in my house quarantining, but you do what you're supposed to do. That's the thing. You know, there's no room in this to be a cowboy and I have no desire to be one. Right. Well, you don't have cowboys um, up in the Northeast anyway. Yeah, <laughs> we, no, we do not. We, we do not have cowboys. We haven't had cowboys in Boston since 2004 when the Red Sox uh, won the World Series with Cowboy Up. Who did they beat? <laughs> I can't remember. Oh, yeah, St. Louis. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, so, yeah, that, that memory will eventually fade, as does everything else with the Red Sox. <laughs> it's all good. I didn't mean to throw salt in the wound. Oh, no, no, no. So that's what we're dealing with right now, you know, on the COVID front, let's say. Um, on another front, let's talk about owning a wood flooring company and, and being a professional, as, as I always keep saying. But, but let me say this. We can't forget that we have to do whatever it takes to get the job done. And what I mean by that, what's my case in point? You've got to be willing as an owner of a flooring company to go the extra mile. Sure, the goal might be for some of us, I know some of some of the guys out there listening are just diehard craftsmen and are always going to be on the tools for their whole career. Um, that's not me. I will not be on the tools my whole career. I haven't been on the tools for years. Uh, we just run a different outfit. But over the weekend with guys being out and deadlines and meeting deadlines, um, guess what? There was nobody available to do a coat that needed to be done and it had to be done. So, you know, on the weekends, as, as you well know, Mike, I spend those in Vermont. Um, so I drove down from Vermont down to Boston, did an 1100 foot coat by myself, uh, because nobody was available to do it. And, you know, I'm not sitting here saying, you know, look how cool I am. Look how good I am. That part's not important. What's important is that I remembered not to have the attitude, hey, I'm the boss, or hey, I'm the owner. I don't need to go do this on the weekend. Weekends are for me. I paid my dues. That's the part that's BS. We're never done paying our dues as an owner. And if you're an owner out there thinking you paid your dues, 
well, then you need to recheck that attitude and fix it because the pecking order is we work for the builder, we work for the customer, and they're the boss. We're just the boss somewhere in the middle of the line. And I feel like sometimes we have to remind ourselves of that and it's, you know, and recharge yourself. I'm not going to lie. Did I like going to do the coat? No, not really. Did I feel good on the way back up to Vermont after I did it? I kind of did because I was happy with myself for saying, do whatever it takes for the company. Well, how, how did the floor look? Did the floor turn the floor out okay? Amazing. <laughs> you know what? I kept second guessing it through the whole thing because here's a belly laugh for you. The last time I put a coat, we were using lamb's wool and, and, and a brush. <laughs> and I mean, I think my guys have been trained for rolling on our application, rolling on our finish. I mean, it's been at least 10 years, maybe, maybe longer. I, I, I'm not really sure. So I had to just jump right in and roll it out. Now, I mean, I'm not a moron, so I, I realize that's debatable out there, but, um, I was able to do it, but it was the first coat I rolled on. So on Monday morning, I asked my guys, how did it look? And they said it looked all right. So we're, we're in the clear on quality. But more importantly, let's talk about my customer and how much he appreciated that I came down. Because here's the thing. When you do go that extra mile for a client, when you put in that weekend or that Sunday or that holiday morning to do a coat, I feel the position is to make sure your customer knows that you're doing it for them because that could be the difference between you getting the next job and somebody else getting the next job. Imagine if I said, Oh, we didn't get the coat down because it was over the weekend and nobody wanted to work. The next time they're putting a job out to the bid, they're going to ask the questions. Are you guys going to be willing to do coats on weekends? So you have to, you got to think about that guys. And so as I was doing this last weekend, I was saying to myself, this is a podcast topic to remind the people, because I talk to guys all the time that say to me, oh, I'm not doing that or I'm not doing this. Saying no is like saying no to your next job. And I think you guys need to think about that. So um, that's what's going on with us. Other than that, I'm, I'm, I just want to get through this. You know what I mean? It's if it's not my guys having a COVID scare, this is the other thing that happened to us this week. I'll jump around on topics like I always do. So we're in a high rise building. We've got, a, we've got three projects going in this high rise and we were set to go in on Monday or Tuesday, whatever day it was. Basically I got a call the day before we were supposed to go in and they called us off and said, don't come tomorrow. We had a COVID scare in the unit. And tomorrow we're sterilizing the whole unit so nobody can work. Now the site's being shut down because they got to sterilize and we understand that, but we don't want to lose the day, but we're going to have to lose the day. We don't have a choice because we can't go to work. Um, so our COVID response to our clients when these things are happening is the following. Everything rolls forward one day for the next five days. And we call everybody impacted over the next five days about the schedule rolling forward. We don't go beyond that because things are going to change over the next five days. We may, we may pull things in faster and they're done easier. Um, and we get back on track, but that's how we've been responding to it. And 
it's been working. Very good. So what are you doing when these guys are out for extended periods of times? How are you handling that? You know, it's funny. Go back to when COVID started and the PTP and everybody had to quarantine. I mean, everybody stayed home for the first two weeks and we paid everyone. Then it was guys wanted to use sick time. So I can stand here pretty firmly and tell you that everybody burned through their sick time at the beginning of COVID. And, you know, and then we were paying them anyway. And so there's really no huge, you know, so there's really no extra pay available right now. The PPP is completed and we're back to work, but these guys are contracting COVID and they're not able to work and they don't have any sick days or they're going to blow right through their 40 hours of sick days, even if they had them. So how are you going to handle that? And if you haven't had to deal with it yet, good for you guys. And if you do have to deal with it, you know, I think you're going to just handle it case by case. What we've been doing is we came up with a dollar amount um, that we're giving. If you contract COVID and you're out of sick days and so forth and so on, we're giving you money. We're paying, you know, we're paying their bills. We're, we're, we're covering them while they're out. And, um, it's not coming off a of sick time because most of the guys are out of their sick time. So we're making a compensation for the situation. And I think if you're going to be a good owner and you can afford it, you're going to have to do that. It's also a protection of your investment. You know, the last thing you, you want to be doing right now is trying to go out and find somebody new. Yeah, I don't disagree with that statement at all. A, protecting an, a protection of your investment in your employee is exactly what it is. And, you know, I mean, I've been an owner for 33 years, and I've cared about every one of my guys all 33 years. I'm not making up a minute of that. It's not a commercial. We really believe that. So we did have to stop and talk about it. What's the best position for the company and for the employee so that we all can get to the other side of this? And so there's the advice. Think about your situation. Think about your employee's situation. Think about how to get everybody through it successfully and move forward. Because we have to constantly remind all of us are in this together. You and your employees are on the same team. And that's the only way to get to the other side of this. And you're going to be successful if you keep a good attitude about how do we get to the other side together. And that's been our philosophy. I know my guys, I'll, I'll thank them, you know, in this podcast right now, they are going above and beyond every day they can. And, and I thank them for it. I got a good team and I hope you out there uh, have a good team. And, and if you need steps to, to make a better team, start taking them, man, because Trust me, when everybody's working together, it makes this burden a lot easier. Well, and I think that's a perfect example of how flexible everyone has to be during these these times where you have to change on a dime and change what your plan was one day to, to encompass what's actually going to work for the rest of the week or the next week. So, um, you know, I think that's one thing we're all learning through through COVID is, you know, it's one day at a time. And, yeah, we have a plan today, but we're going to have to maybe moderate that tomorrow. So uh, it's a great example. Thank you, Chris. And I hope you have a great day. Yeah, no worries, man. Everybody out there, keep it real and keep safe and be healthy. Good luck, everyone. Have a good day.